Okay, first fucking podcast in a little while, man. Versatile vigilante, young Vince, my uncle Vince. Ready to go. Fuck, man, I missed, uh, I missed doing this shit. But we gotta get back to it. Um, man, I got, today's a positive episode, man. I'm just gonna talk about a lot of shit I've been fucking with. Even did a little, uh, little plan for this. I never do that shit. But I was just watching a couple things on YouTube. Fucking quick shout outs, man. Uh, shout out Hot Ones. Yo, that show's taken over, man. I've, I've really fucking been a fan of that show for a while. And that's a dope idea. And I really respect that whole fucking shit, man. Sean Evans, shout out. He's a good guy. Fucking good host. That show's fire, bro. That show's mad entertaining. Very, very entertaining show. Fucking celebrities losing their shit over some hot, uh, some hot wings, hot sauces. I read that, man. Anyone who, I, and yo, that real shit, that's a very popular show right now, too. Everyone watches that. Everyone wants to try the hottest sauces, hottest wings. Yo, I read that show, man. Trendsetters. And, uh, I'm bringing that up, too, because I was just watching his interview on Sam Roberts' show. Sam Roberts is a dope interview, not the band. Shout out to the band too, Canadian content, but I'm talking more of the interviewer. Huge wrestling fan, been a fan of his for a while too, so I wanted to shout him out as well. Um, yeah, man, I, I fucking, uh, just was going down a little YouTube hole tonight, man. I watched for the first time the Sergio Baca show. Any Raptor fan, Sergio Baca show, the food show, uh, what's his name? Chef Mafuz. So jokes, man. He has the whole squad on, basically. He has Norm Powell, Danny Green, all these guys on. They eat wild shit, and Serge just asks them questions in the most Serge Ibaka way. I rate that guy, man. Fucking hilarious guy. And that's, yo, I, I want to talk about because of that. Um. Bro, just fucking Toronto athletes that I, over the, over the past, you know, however long I've been watching sports since I was a kid, just want to talk about some of the Toronto athletes that really made a difference, uh, when I was growing up and even right now, just in terms of great on the field product, but also entertaining, um, behavior and shit like that. You know, when, when someone like that comes up, I have to give them credit. Because, uh, they're kind of going against the grain and they get heat for things that they do. But, uh, I love to see that shit. Fucking, uh, first, uh, sipping some Jameson right now too. Shout out all my Irish friends. Michael Power, shout out man. Jameson life. But, um, with that Toronto shit. When an athlete or uh executive whatever comes to town and they're they bring a lot of personality. I feel like the city really is a fan of that shit, embraces it. I'm a huge fan of it. We got Kawhi right now who's a weird this it's it's weird to talk about that because he's not a typical personality and that he's super uh Huge, uh, huge excitement and all this type of shit. He's super quiet and I rate that because that's his personality. He's staying true to what he is. His image is 
as a serious guy, and he doesn't give a fuck. He just balls on the court. So big shout out Kawhi, and then Serge, of course, I was talking about. He's a, kind of the opposite. He's pretty outgoing and energetic, shit like that. So they both got me thinking about just guys that have come up in the past, and uh, that that kind of did some cool shit for the city, or at least shit that I enjoyed. And and definitely the main guy that comes to mind is John Gibbons, man. And I feel like it's relevant to bring him up because baseball season's starting in, what, a week? Fucking he's not the manager of the Blue Jays anymore. Charlie Montoyo, shout out to you, man. I think you're going to do a good job too. But John Gibbons is my favorite, man. That's my boy. The guy's a fucking legend, man. When he was the manager here, he managed two times. He was the manager. People criticized him game in and game out. You know how fucked that is? Baseball is 162 games. I'm going to criticize John Gibbons all the time. Bro, that guy was a legend. I tell people all the time, man. Fucking when you're a manager of baseball or even a coach in any major sport, I don't think you can impact wins and losses that much, but you can definitely impact the culture and get your players respect. And John Gibbons is a great example of that, man. That guy fucking, if his player was ever, if he felt his player was ever getting disrespected or umpires were being unfair, making bad calls, this guy fucking never sat back and took any shit, man. If he felt a player was getting thrown at, bro, he's going out there and fucking going in. He know he's getting tossed. Bro, John Gibbons, anyone who disrespects fucking John Gibbons has a problem with me, man. Fuck that shit. John Gibbons is the man. This guy came out, he was ejected already from defending his players to the umpire for a fucking bad call. This was against the Royals in 2015. Anyone who's listening and knows what I'm talking about, you already know. Fucking John Gibbons, 2015. Royals, that Blue Jay team was super solid. They should have won the World Series that year. Fucking Jim, uh, Jim Wolf, umpire Jim Wolf was making fucking egregious, egregious decisions against the Blue Jays, man. I'm not gonna go too deep into details, cause if you know, you know. If you don't know, you probably don't care. Bro, Gibby got, John Gibbons, Gibby got fucking tossed. And then, a couple innings later, a little bit of a fucking brouhaha fucking came up with the Royals and Blue Jays. Bro, John Gibbons, already ejected in the game, comes out, sprints out to the field just to get into beef. If that's not real as fuck, you're tripping, man. That is legendary shit. That's what I want in a manager. These guys, you got these fucking, I'm not going to go too deep into the baseball shit. Because it's not for everyone, man. But with the baseball shit, managers right now, Gabe Kapler, Aaron Boone, like soft ass guys, bro. Like fucking... Everyone's happy, shit like that, bro. Gibby's a man. That guy was fucking so cool. He never was a little bitch about throwing players under the bus, shit like that. He literally would fucking rather fight. He fought how many players? How many players, bro? Josh Donaldson, he he fucking gave shit to. And Josh Donaldson, I guarantee, respected that shit because he knew fucking he was in the wrong. Gibby fucking went in on him. And you know how much respect that gets you from other players when they see the best player on the team, if he's being a fucking asshole, he's going to get shit. Bro, that takes huge balls, man. John Gibbons has balls. 
that's my fucking boy, man. Shout out John Gibbons. One of the reasons I even did this podcast is going to sound hilarious to give fucking John Gibbons mad love. Because, bro, when I see that guy get fucking slandered, not anymore because he's gone, but when he was managing and I saw him get slandered, bro, cheese me. And his in-game shit, his actual strategic shit, super, 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 very smart. Very, very, very smart, man. Because he was so low-key about it, people didn't give him credit. Bro, the shit he did in games, I noticed it. How he would use pitchers, how he would get, why he would give one guy a day off and one guy this. When he would call for a, you know, whatever it was, hit and run, anything. Bro, John Gibbons was a very smart guy, and you hear other managers talk about him, they know it. They're very respectful of John Gibbons, man. He's a well-respected guy. And that guy always will be my favorite fucking Toronto sports athlete. Sports personality, man. John Gibbons is the man. He didn't win World Series, whatever. I don't give a shit. I fuck with John Gibbons till the day I die, man. That's my guy. Shout out Gibby. And another guy I want to give a shout out to, man. Toronto athlete. Double J, man. James Johnson. He's with Miami Heat right now. He got a fat deal. Um, He's doing his thing in Miami. When he was with the Blue Jays, bro, loved that guy. Same type of thing as John Gibbons, except he was a player. He was fucking know he was riding for your team, man. That's what I love about sports, man. That's a, a brotherhood or sisterhood, whatever the fuck. And uh you ride for your, your guys or your girls when you're playing with them, man. And, like, I see with the Maple Leafs a little bit right now, I feel like there's some of that somewhat lacking. I don't like how much they get pushed around. I don't want to go too deep into that because playoff time's coming up and uh I'm riding for them. But I love when you have a guy where you know, hey, if we get fucked with, you're getting touched too. The Raptors, especially Toronto Raptors, been a lifelong fan of them. Been watching till they since they were fucking shit with all these legends, but they were trash. Bro, James Johnson, when he got here, the second time, the first time was kind of weird. Him and Gibby both both two time uh, ten years in Toronto. When he was here, the first time was kind of weird. He was young. I don't even know. Like I, I don't remember that shit too well. Fucking, but when he came back the second time, man, James Johnson, my favorite basketball player, easily. Bro, that guy, when he was in the game, you knew he was in the game, man. And he got a lot of, he had beef with fucking Casey, man. I never fucked with Casey because of this Dwayne Casey. Super glad he's gone. Can't even lie to you. When Double J was here, man, and him and Casey clashed both times when he was here, especially the second time. And I think the fans really picked up on it, too, because people, where was James Johnson was a big question at the time. Like, yo, why is Double J not playing? He just had 14 points the other day, this and that. He's a real guy, bro. And then um, you already know fucking uh, that caught that joint back and bang on him shit against Andre Drummond. And that, man, and Double J's a black belt, bro. Black belt, he knocks people out. Yo, how sick was that having him as a teammate? 
any Raptor that was on the team at that time or anyone else who's played with him in the league. Bro, that would be an ideal teammate, no? Anyone touches you, this guy's fucking... I, I mean, certainly able to knock his fucking head off. I mean, that's pretty nice to know that you got a guy like that with you. And the thing about him that I really fucked with, though, I could see it. He was a he was an individual. He did shit because he knew he could do it. That's shit that I try to be myself. Like, just not try to be, but do what I want to do. And when I see guys like him, man, I fuck with that. You you can just tell. You can just tell, man. I can just tell that he's a well-respected guy. Give me both. Well-respected guys that do their own thing. And if they had tried to do shit that other people wanted, they wouldn't be where they are. It wouldn't have worked. And again, I relate to that, man. Because if I did what everyone, you know, suggests to me, I don't think it would be going too well. So I really look up to those guys. It's great. A great time in the city. Very enjoyable time. They're both out of, they're both out of Toronto. Probably won't be back for their professional careers, but the time they were here, I enjoyed it every fucking minute of it. I think those guys are always welcome here. And, um, I, I hope more people like that come up. Coaches, athletes, fucking executives, whatever it is, man. I, a ton of respect for those, both those guys. Fucking put the Jameson up to that. Cheers. Um, I really wanted just to bring that up, man. So shout out Double J. Shout out, uh, James Johnson, John Gibbons, man, Gibby. And, um, I think it's important to bring shit like that up too because this is more like a Toronto sports talk. I didn't think it would go this way, but it's fucking going this way. Anyone who know, like I'm 23, all my friends can probably relate to what I'm saying with this shit. Um, we were too young to watch the Blue Jays win the World Series. We were too young to watch the Maple Leafs get to the, in, at the time, Western Conference Final against the Kings, the, the fucking Wayne Gretzky high stick, famous Doug Gilmore shit. We're too young, man. Even my friends that are a little older than me, what if they would have been, what, like two, three, four, five years old at the max? Come on, you don't remember that shit. The shit we really remember is the stuff of, I could say, last 10 to 15 years. Something like that. And none of those teams won championships. None of the Leafs, not the Raptors, not the Blue Jays. The Argos did, so I can't say none of them, but it's different. No disrespect, but everyone knows it's different. Um... So we have to fucking show love to the teams that were here, even if they didn't win the championship. We had playoff teams. Bro, growing up, the Leafs and the Raptors and the Blue Jays never made the playoffs. When the Leafs did up until 05, something like that. And then the Blue Jays didn't make the playoffs once until 2015, bro. I was watching baseball 2003. I remember that shit. Carlos Tosco was managing. That's some rare Blue Jay shit. If you don't know about that, look it up. Carlos Tosca. John Gibbons was the fucking bullpen coach and the bench coach. He might have even been first or third base too. That And then he took over for Carlos Tosca. This is some real Toronto history. 
But I was watching the shit like that, bro, where they had Howie Clark at third base a little later on, like Dave Bird playing second base. Shout out all those guys. But these teams were brutal, man. Going up against the Red Sox with fucking Manny Ramirez. Come on. Jason Giambi on the Yankees. Come on. They had no chance. So then in the NBA, you had fucking the Raptors, which was really two, one to two players deep. By that point, by like a 2003-04 point, Vince Carter was out on the way out, moved him, Chris Bosh coming up. Actually, the Chris Bosh years were low-key very good. That I was like grade four, grade five when that shit happened. The Vince Carter days were dope because they were making the playoffs. They had a good team. That was a solid team, and that was not a... Now the NBA was different at that point too. It wasn't. It didn't have a dominant team like Golden State or Miami back, a couple years back. They were pretty. They had superstars, hundred percent. Lakers had Kobe, everything like that. Shaq was still fire at the time. Um, LeBron was coming up. It was a dope amount of talent at the time. But the Raptors were always like a solid top team. Not always, but for those couple of years, they were like a solid team, like a third, fourth, fifth seed. And they didn't get anywhere, man. I don't, they didn't win a series. But it was still an interesting time because um, before that, bro, they were in the shit. Milt Palacio, Jerome Moiso, Pop, so all these guys, again, much love. But these were starters at one point. Come on. NBA trying to win a thing. Raptors didn't win shit, bro. They drafted Rafael Arujo over Andre Iguodala. Fucking man, a lot of bad moves. A lot, a lot of bad moves. But my point in bringing this shit up is that it was amazing to go through all those bad days and the good days because then it gets you to a time like now where a couple years ago the Jays were in the playoffs. Raptors are perennial in the playoffs, and Raptors, to me, are a real fucking threat to take this whole shit. And by whole shit, I mean championship. I'm not going to dig deep into that because it's not the time. We'll do that some other time. I got some people in here. But they are a real fucking squad. Shout out Kawhi and the new regime in there, Nick Nurse. Real squad. But they got them. The Leafs are a playoff team. I don't know what they're going to do because NHL is kind of tough to say and the Leafs been struggling a little bit, but I still have faith in them. But these teams have been in the playoffs multiple times in the last few years. Bro, when I was growing up, me and my buddies were coming up. Toronto had nothing, man. The Raptors were an embarrassment. Blue Jays were garbage. Maple Leafs were awful. Bro, J.P. Ricciardi, the GM of the fucking Blue Jays, who did make good moves, 100%, but he did a lot of dumb shit. He was fucking calling out free agents. Adam Dunn, he was saying he didn't give a fuck about baseball. Shit like that. Come on, bro. You're a team that no one already wants to go to. Now you're going to stalk this shit. It was bullshit, man. He was doing that shit. That was some selfish shit. It wasn't like some Toronto shit, like the defending the city. He didn't say, oh, Toronto doesn't need something like that. He was saying... Oh, this guy doesn't know how to play. That was some selfish shit, man. Adam Dunn would have helped. He wasn't a great player, but he, he could have helped at that time. Not saying they would have gotten him, but 
I don't fuck with that negative shit like that. That's bullshit. Um, and the Raptors at the time, man, were going through coaches like it was nothing. Fucking Kevin O'Neal. Then they brought in Sam Mitchell for a bit. He was the coach when they made the playoffs. And then after that, man, black hole. The Raptors after Chris Bosh left and basically before uh, Masai made that trade with Sacramento, Raptors were awful. They were in purgatory, man. I don't think they ever, they didn't get a top three pick from 09 to whenever that was, 013, even though they were trash. Best pick they got, I think, was the Jonas pick, number five. Shout out JV. I criticized that when it came up. 100% I did. He became one of my favorite players on the team. Hope he's doing well in Memphis. But that was probably the highest pick they had. But they did grab DeRozan out of that. And Brian Colangelo did some good shit, too. You have to respect him. Masai's a monster as a GM, but Colangelo picked up uh, Lowry, DeRozan, Valanciunas. Amir Johnson, a lot of those guys. He picked up James Johnson the first time. So Brian Colangelo has to get some respect, even though he was on some dumb shit a few months ago. He has to get respect. But before uh, Masai traded Rudy Gay, Sacramento, man, those teams with Colangelo and them at the admin that was there before that, oof, bro, tough to watch, man. Very tough to watch. They had fucking mad people coming in and out of that lineup, man. Jamario Moon was like the biggest superstar at one point for like a month. Shout out him, fucking. They picked up bear people, man. Linus Claza, he was trash with the Raptors. Ido Turku, absolute trash for the Raptors. One thing I want to say, people are. They compare the Raptors. They say, oh, there's like a European feel with the Raptors. A lot of European players come here. There's been a lot of European fucking garbage here, too. Like, <coughs> excuse me, like, a lot of good European players. Jorge Garbosa, one of the first. Absolutely. Jonas. Marcus Gasol. <coughs> whatever the fuck Serge Ibaka is. But there was some garbage, bro. Linus Klaza, Hiru Turkoglu, fucking Roko Ukic, Primos Brezic. Fucking guys that are pretty shitty, man. Shitty in the NBA since they still made it to the fucking league, so I got no hate on that. They're still great players, but in the NBA? Bro, trying to win with a lineup consistent. And I, I think at one point all four of those guys were on the same fucking team. At one point, the Raptors were the whitest team in the NBA. And there's absolutely white players that can play, but if your team is mostly white, I don't know, bro. You're in, you're in a little bit of trouble. Fucking, but those days were wild, man. Like a one, like a win against the the Celtics would have been, meant so much back in those days, or like a win against a solid team meant so much. And I'm talking regular season. Playoffs was not even in the same conversation, man. Most exciting moment of that period was Blue Insanity. 
when he, he hit that three against the Raps when he was with the Knicks. And I'm super happy that he's in Toronto right now playing. He's going to be big in the playoffs. Yo, Lin Sanity, 2012. Very beginning of 2012 was some sick shit. Loved that shit. That was one of the most ex exciting times. Exciting Raptor games of that fucking five-year span, whatever it was. And that was a loss. <laughs> like, come on, dog. That was a brutal, brutal time to be a fan. And it makes this even, like, all the more sweeter. Because I went through all that shit. And my friends did, too. Bro, the starting power forwards of M Maceo Baston. Fucking Juan Dixon was coming off the bench. Fred Jones. Bro, anyone who really remembers these names, I give you mad respect. Because... These are some obscure fucking names. The only people that were taking fucking smacks to the face watching the Raptors would know about. Chris Humphreys. Yeah, Chris Humphreys, bro. The guy who married Kim Kardashian. He was always a solid rebounder. He was on that fucking team. One of those teams. Lauren Woods. Fucking Mike James, Michael Curry, Lamont Murray, Danielle Marshall, who is fucking nasty. Fuck, bro. The amount of guys they ran through. Pause. Lamont Murray, um, Lindsey Hunter. Fucking crazy, man. Crazy, 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 crazy. The guys. Aaron Gray. Reggie Evans, fucking okay. amount of guys they had on those teams was fucked. And no one wanted to be here, man. Fucking gay ass. Alonzo Mourning executed his buyout, which was fucking Rob Babcock's fault. England knows the Vince Carter trade knows that was fucking Rob Babcock. Actually, who knows? It's probably owner. I, I don't even know. He fucking made a pretty bad trade, though. Raptors did at least. They picked up Alonzo Morning, never played one game with the fucking Raptors. So fuck uh fuck Alonzo Morning. One thousand percent. And fuck anyone who ever requested a trade from Toronto, including Vince Carter. Very controversial take on my end. Fuck Vince Carter, man. This guy quit on the fucking team. If he was on the Leafs and he quit on he quit on them, he'd be fucking banned from this city, bro. But now fans of the Raptors have softened a little bit, whatever. It's been a long-ass time. Fuck that. I'm very salty about that. I don't regret shit. I don't I don't fuck with Vince Carter like that. That's, my name is Vince, bro. My the name is literally Vince. I'm not named after Vince Carter, but that's still my name. Growing up, I had his jersey. Only fucking jersey I had. Vince Carter. And I'm saying this. Fuck that shit. As a Raptor great. No. Grabbed a great shirt, but I don't want to show him that love. Because, bro, he did us dirty, man. He could have ended this whole shit. And I don't say, oh, he was fucked. This and that. He was a, you know, that was years ago. People make different changes. But as a sports fan, I have the fucking right to say I don't fuck with this guy. And I do not fuck with this guy. John Farrell, same type of thing, man. Anyone who, listen, Chris Bosch. Whoever other free agents that have left, you leave, bro. Do what you gotta do. I get it. 
you don't want it. Roger Clemens, you want to go somewhere else as a free agent, I rate it. It's, I'd rather you, they stick around and be good, but you leave, it's fine. When you request a trade or you fucking manipulate the shit to get your way, I don't rate that, man. John Farrell, fucking big, big, big fuck John Farrell. Huge. This guy left the team to go to the Red Sox, used the Blue Jays as a fucking springboard. It was trash as a manager, but it's another silver lining in that. They replaced him with fucking Gibby, bro. So thank you, John Carroll, for leaving. Fucking scumbag. I don't respect you. As a baseball manager, I'm sure you're a decent enough guy, but as a baseball personality, you're not on my list of positives. So shout out to John Gibbon, not fucking John Farrell. Well, I'm basically just airing out my personal grievances with Toronto athletes, man. And I don't feel bad about it at all. Luckily, there's not too many that I fucking hate. Or at least don't fuck with. There's not very many at all. But there's a few that I really despise. And uh, I thought that was a pretty good start with uh, Vince Carter and John Farrell. But honestly, I feel like I'm gonna wrap this shit up. Just wanted to little, little get a little rant going. Fucking see what it felt like to get back into it. Gonna try to keep doing these more often. Not as many gaps, but who knows? Maybe next time I do ones in fucking six months. I don't know. But shout out everyone who listens to this. Shout out uh, all, all the friends I have, all the family I have. Versatile vigilante, vigilante season, man. Green Max B.